0: This podcast is brought to you by Backyard Box Office, Kansas City. Listen up, NFL fans. Imagine you're in the backyard, ribs on the smoker, two hours to kick off, and all the neighbors will be at your house soon. But you only have 50 inches of screen and a few couch spots. This year, call Backyard Box Office Kansas City and have them bring the big screen outdoor theater experience to you. With screens from 10 feet all the way up to 23 feet, everyone in the neighborhood can come together to watch the big game. For scheduling and prices, go to BackyardBoxOfficeKC.com and use code TLC for 10% off. Again, that's BackyardBoxOfficeKC.com, code TLC for 10% off. Listening to the TLC Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Tyler, Landon, and Caleb. A quote from Dwight Schrute, coming from Dwight Christmas. Dwight, uh, excuse me, trying to get work done. Some people don't care about Jim's new sports job in Fella Whatever. Jim, so you know my job has something to do with sports but you don't know the end of the word Philadelphia, Dwight Philadelphia from the Greek "phila" meaning loves and Adelph meaning Adolph, the city that loves Adolf.
1: Yeah. No wonder Andy Reid wanted out. Ben Simmons wants out. Everybody wants out of Philadelphia now for apparent <laughs> reasons, according to Dwight Schrute. <laughs> this is the TLC FP. I am Landon Fields. You can follow me on Twitter at Fields underscore Lando.
0: I'm Tyler Savatianaya, and you can follow me at underscore Suavage underscore. Caleb's not with us make again sure for this week, so make sure to go follow him at CDerlin53. And, and as I was about to say, and oh, almost on. cut
1: <laughs> I it out. well... There we go.
0: Welcome to the show.
1: Follow the show. Follow the show on Twitter at TLCFP. We made it through. Usually our outros are garbage this time. Our intro, uh, very sus, uh, but we're here. We are here to preview a football game between Andy Reid's current team and Andy Reid's old team, the Philadelphia Eagles, hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs coming off two consecutive losses. Both these teams are 1-2 and uh, coming into this game. Both of them have lost now back to back games. Uh, One a little more predictably than the other. Uh, What do you make of this game, Tyler? What what are you trying to look for going into it? What are you hoping to see? Other than a win, of course, we're all hoping to see the win. Uh, But What do you want to see most from the Chiefs? against the Eagles, probably the worst team they've played so far this year. Not probably, almost certainly.
0: Most certainly the worst team that we've played this year. Um, and honestly, they're not the worst team in their division, although we'll have to see how it works out. What I'm looking for is a bounce-back game. I've been talking about bounce-back games from week to week and and certain teams trying to get in the rhythm, but this is a true bounce-back game for Kansas City this week. What I'm looking for is no mistakes. I'm looking for, or minimal mistakes. I don't want to see any turnovers. This is the week to clean that up. We haven't had any issues with penalties so far, not not any big issues where we're costing ourselves hundreds of yards per game. So I want to see that continue. I want to see mistake-free in the turnover battle. You know, we were mistake-free in week one, I believe, and we haven't been mistake-free in the turnover battle since. Maybe it's not mistake-free. I want to see, at maximum, no more than one turnover. I want to see that continual growth to get better week in and week out to where it's maybe one turnover every three or four games. Like it has been in the past. I think everybody's just kind of jumping on this horse where it's a little too much. Um, and, and I mean, there's it was, it was a lot of turnovers, but it's just a little too much. Let the team get in their rhythm. Everybody's still trying to fill each other, feel each other out, especially with a brand new offensive line. Pat's still trying to do superhuman things when he really doesn't have to. And it doesn't help that, we had we don't, we we have, we're missing Sammy Watkins and granted Sammy Watkins has been out for a couple of weeks, but so I want to see less turnovers. I want to continue to see the penalty battle one. Um, and I want to see them get Tyreek more open, whether that's scheming him open or, or making sure to hit another player consistently alongside of Travis Kelsey to where they can't double two guys at one time.
1: Yeah. And, and to that point, hopefully Josh Gordon will be doing that, but he will not be doing that. In this game specifically, officially out for the Philadelphia game. Again, they did add Josh Gordon. Hopefully that will be something in the future, but not for this game against the Eagles. I totally agree with what you're saying there, though. You got to cut back on the turnovers, which I think they will, because they haven't ever had a consistent turnover problem under Andy Reid
0: hasn't had a consistent turnover problem, no matter where he's
1: been. Exactly. His teams do not turn the ball over on a consistent basis. uh, For sure. Everyone, though, everyone in the NFL is going to have a game every now and again where the the ball just goes to the other team. Sometimes they're just going to make mistakes. Everyone's good in the NFL. It's just going to happen sometimes. This is a game where the Chiefs for the first time, I, I would say in all three games that they've been the better team on paper. This is the first time where they are very clearly supposed to overmatch the opponent. On paper, they are far better than the Philadelphia Eagles. And that's really the first time that's been this true this season. And I want the Chiefs to actually play that way. I want them to play like they're the far better team. I want them to I want to see them move the ball up and down the field with ease. I want to see the defense actually get stops against this team. Obviously, again, like I was saying, it's the NFL. Everyone has talent. I, I'm not saying they have to win this game by three scores or it's a failure, but I do want them to actually look like the like the definitively better team. I think they're going to, but the defense always gives me pause just because this defense is just not very good so far this year.
0: Would you consider this, this Kansas City Chiefs defense to be worse than the Dallas Cowboys defense?
1: Uh, right now, yeah, this season. Well, yes. I
0: mean, how much worse would you consider them? Just a couple places or like 10 spots?
1: I would say the Cowboys defense has not been that bad yet this year. Um it hasn't been I horrible,
0: mean- but they also haven't really had the teams to go against, they gave up over 35 to to the bucks and lost that uh, game. It was,
1: they only gave up 31 to Tampa. I mean, it's still, it's still 31. That's a decent number for the, the bucks, but I mean, that's still Tampa Bay. One of the better, if not the best offense in the NFL.
0: I think they gave up 17, um, 17 to the chargers, to the chargers and which, then only
1: 21 to the Eagles. Again, the Eagles are not all that good, but right. they, blew out this, Philadelphia.
0: this their defense is averaging, giving up over 20 points a game. Our defense is obviously ad- averaging I guess 30 over 30 points a game over. So 30. I would say ours is, is a little bit worse, but going against a team like this, I don't, I still don't believe in Dallas's defense that much. Um, I would say that our defense should be looking back for a bounce back game this week of their own and not just, not just the offense.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the defense in this game, Jalen hurts. Hey, uh- Honestly, I'm starting Jalen Hurts in all fantasy leagues that I have him in because the Chiefs' defense has not That's given true. me uh, much confidence that they're going to stop anybody yet. Uh, yet. But at the same time, is true. you know, like the Cowboys' defense played fairly well against the against Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Uh, and Jalen Hurts, like, he's he's dangerous enough because he can use his legs very well. He's not a polished passer. He's a guy, he can complete throws. Uh, he, he's not he's not a guy that you really wonder whether or not he can throw. He definitely can. Can he throw at a high level? Not yet. Uh, he's not shown an ability to throw at a high level yet. Uh, we he saw a lot of no, exactly. Like he only ever showed much like now he he showed a flash here and there of making high level throws, but it was I mean, he he really couldn't. You didn't count on him to make high level throws in college. You can't count on him to make high level throws in the pros. And that's tough because you have to, at some point, make those kind of throws and make those kind of plays. He's still dangerous. I think he's still gonna do enough. Uh, against the Chiefs to scares me with care- his feet for sure. Yeah, that's the thing. The Chiefs have never defended rushing quarterbacks very well. At least in the Andy Reid era, um, they really haven't, not consistently. And that does worry me a little bit. And this wide receiver core for Philadelphia, pretty decent. Uh, especially when you factor in Goddard and Ertz, the tight ends, uh, very good tight end pair as well. They have a lot of solid receivers. Miles Sanders in the backfield, obviously very solid running back as well. It's not for lack of talent but this is very much a case of there's talent around. To can the court, what can the quarterback do for the Eagles? Can he get them to the space where they can compete against teams like the chiefs? I don't think so yet. Uh, do you think Jalen hurts has consistent long-term starter in him? Um, I think he does depending on coaching. You know, he went,
0: you know, they went through, through their coach last year uh, as Doug, who's no longer there. And they've got a new head coach this year. wait, no, he was there last year, wasn't he? Uh, Doug, Doug was out two years ago, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, so this should be his second year. They were they were dealing with a Carson Wentz issue last year uh, and couldn't decide. Uh, but I, I think he's got some long-term. I, I see him as a Donovan McNabb-esque player where his arm can be there, but it's not his main weapon or or tool.
1: Go ahead. This is Nick Sirianni's first year. Okay. So it uh, was, it was Peterson's January, uh, 2021. So, okay. This is yeah. Year. That's what I thought.
0: So, um, yeah, I think he's a Donovan, Donovan McNabb esque player where his arm isn't his greatest weapon. He used his legs and, and it could be become his, his largest tool in his box in later parts of his career. I think that's what it's going to have to be his players age, especially in a quarterback, uh, position, Uh, but I think he's, I think the talent level is there. His mentality is obviously there. He only left, uh, as a graduate senior from Alabama going to Oklahoma, uh, when his position was all but confirmed that he was not going to play. And he only had one year of eligibility left. The only time I think that should be the time that you do leave, if you can no longer compete and you do have a realistic shot going to the NFL and, and he used it. Um, Now, we do have a couple before we uh, go too much further. We do have um, some key players uh, out or questionable on both sides. Um, Philadelphia comes in with four players on the IR. That's Isaac uh, Sumalo, uh, Kavon Wallace, Jack Driscoll. Uh, Is that... uh no, never mind. That's not him. Uh, Josiah Scott. Uh, so that's a guard, a safety, an offensive tackle, and a corner that are uh, on the IR for the rest of the season, uh, or at least for however long, three, four weeks, whatever it is. Uh, and then Jordan uh, Malata, uh, Malata is out for this game Uh, as of today. Rashad Fenton for the Chiefs is out with concussion for this game. Frank Clark is questionable, but should be listed as doubtful. He will more than likely miss his third game this season out of four. And Chavarius Ward is listed as questionable, but uh, it shouldn't be. uh, He he should still be able to play. I think that's why his snaps were limited last week. I think it's a hamstring issue um, that he's out for. So, you know what that means? Willie Gay is going to be back.
1: And Willie that's Gay why, is back, baby.
0: That is why I am not so worried when it comes to this defensive side. He's going to be playing the weak side backer, playing that QB spy and middle of the field coverage at the same time. He's got the speed to be able to defend. Either way you go, whether it be in coverage, it be an outside zone, a sweep, or if a quarterback decides to move outside of the pocket, he's going to be there to wrap them up.
1: Yeah, hopefully Willie Gay can shore it up. Um, we haven't seen him. And the linebackers have been, other than Nick Bolton's tackling, um, have been pretty bad. And just tackling is not super awesome when the running back is already eight <laughs> yards down the field. So. Willie Gay, we've both, we've all liked, I think everyone in Chiefs Kingdom has liked what they've seen in limited time from Willie Gay. He's fast, he's agile. He looks like he can at least have the potential to cover the pass. He reads uh, coverage really well. And people were saying he was having an incredible camp, uh, incredible preseason before the injury. Looks solid. It was all great. Turf toe. Thankfully, it wasn't something worse than turf toe. Three weeks on the IR. Hopefully he comes be- he'll come back for sure. Hopefully they play him full snaps this week. I would imagine they do. And we'll see what happens. I'm really excited to see Willie Gay. Also with the uh, with Rashad Fenton injury now, him being out for this week. Really nice that DeAndre Baker got a lot of snaps last week. Or a lot more snaps last week. Mike Hughes. Week. Mike Hughes. I still, I still have faith in the corner room. They've not been horrible this year. They've had mistakes. Uh, definitely. But they also haven't been awful. It's not like 2018 with Orlando Skandrick, where there was just going to be pass interference or holding every other play between Nelson and Skandrick. It's not that. They're they're a lot better than that group. And I think, and still, they're a young group and they have not played as a group a ton yet. Let them grow throughout the season. I, I'm hopefully, I, I'm confident in their ability. Hopefully that'll actually come through. Very excited for Willie Gay. Do you think this defense does in fact do what they want to do what they should do against an inferior team?
0: I think we should be able to... Looking at the statistics so far, the Eagles have only put up 390 yards uh, uh, per game. That's 260 passing, 129 yards rushing. I think they may get the ball moving a little bit more on the ground than they will in the air. Even with Fenton out, I do want to see Fenton play more. Um, And we've allowed 440 yards uh, per game, which is, is not good, but it does bode well with a team that doesn't put up too many yards. And I think... We can we can manage ourselves. I don't think that this Eagles team plays well against zone, which is what our defense is going to excel at, especially when we bring in Willie Gay and him more than likely going to be the QB spy guy. Uh, even if he's not, they're they're going to put Juan Thornhill. I, I have full faith that Juan oh, Thornhill will get yeah. more. Snaps this week, specifically for the matchup. So Juan Thornhill playing the strong safety. Um, then you got Tyron going over and playing the the free safety, which means Dan Sorensen's going to come in and play the nickel. He and Willie will share snaps all day being the QB spy and the coverage man. So I do think that, that when Willie's in, we're going to be able to stop the run a little bit better. He can flow back and forth. And as we see, we saw last year, when Willie's in the offenses typically don't like to go his way, whether it's running or passing. So that means that we can overload one side and hope that Willie while he's in can still flow very quickly. And even when he's out, we'll switch back to our nickel defense that we played last year uh, for a majority of the time. And, 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 even though, as much as we don't want to see Daniel Sorensen, and he can, I like him better in that nickelbacker position than I like him playing that strong safety.
1: A guy that can lock down a Dallas, a Dallas Goddard or Zach Ertz, yes, uh, a guy that that can cover those tight ends that are dangerous. Willie Gay does seem to be primed uh, with his skill set to be able to cover those kind of guys, which is also a very nice weapon to have. Uh, anything else that really sticks out? Uh, statistically, or just anything else worth mentioning uh, before we pick this game?
0: Um, yeah, I, I just like we're the, the offense has been firing fine. I think that's one thing that a lot of people are missing. The offense has been firing fine. Even with Minus, the turnovers
1: last week, they were moving the, the ball very well.
0: Even with the turnovers, they're still putting up tons and tons of yards. That's 420 yards per game. We're averaging over a hundred yards rushing. We're averaging over 313 yards passing, not including how many touchdowns that we're, we're still putting up 30 points a week. Defenses aren't able to stop us. The only way that they're able to stop us is on our own stupid mistakes. And I, I As we talked about, Andy Reid's going to get that shored up. I really feel this week is a strong bounce back game. I don't know if it's necessarily going to be a blowout, but I do see a couple score win coming for Andy Reid's 100th Chiefs win. And to be honest, I think that may be why we lost the last couple of games. I think that's it. Andy Reid just has to get his 100th win back as a Chief back in his former home.
1: Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> I assume uh, let's have to hop into our pick here. Tyler, looks like we know which way you're leaning. Yes, sir. I'm
0: going to pick Kansas City to win this. Go two and two, get Andy Reid his 100th win. It's going to be 35 to 24.
1: That's uh, very interesting. My my score prediction was going to be Chiefs 33-24. Ah, wow. Uh, on a very similar wavelength there. But yeah, I'm also taking the Chiefs. Andy Reid's going to get his 100th win as a Chief. Like I said earlier on paper, the Chiefs are the far better team. They should be able to outmatch the Eagles. Again, it's it's the NFL. You know, no one is, for the most part, super outmatched uh, always, but the Chiefs unless are. Unless you're the playing better the Jets,
0: here. the Jags. Oh,
1: yeah, unless it's the, the Bears, the Jets the Jags. Right. Yeah, there's a, there's a handful. <laughs> there's the, the, the middle to the top is a little more even, I think, than a lot of people like to give it That's credit right. for sometimes. But nonetheless, I do think the Chiefs, better team. They're going to bounce back. I think they're going to play a very clean game, and I think they're going to get the win. In Philadelphia, Caleb did
0: also pick the Chiefs to come out here. So all three of us are expecting the Chiefs to go four and zero. Instead, we're going to go two and two. That's okay. There's a lot of season left. <laughs>
1: Is it time for game picks or we got got a mid topic here?
0: Nope. It's time for game picks. Let's do it. All right. Well, we did start off on Thursday. The Cincinnati Bengals led off the week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We had all picked the Bengals to win and they did pull it out after getting shut out 14 to nothing in the first half. Uh, Trevor Lawrence now loses as many games in his NFL career in his first four games of an NFL career as he's lost his entire career previous to joining the NFL. Uh, not a good look for Sunshine down there in Jacksonville with Urban. College Meyer.
1: and high school anyway.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for uh, yeah he was 86 and four. I'm just waiting for uh, Urban Meyer to double clutch his chest down there in about week 13 or
1: so. He he did the <laughs> doubled over hands on knees, head down thing. And that's never a good sign. It's not a good sign, but he
0: did not grab his chest. I'm waiting for those art pains to come, come yeah, kick in. It exactly. could be, it could be, he needs some Tums. I mean, who really knows?
1: Either way, he's going to need to remove himself from football to spend time on his health and his family.
0: That's right. That's right. Well, we're going to start our week off in the noon hour. Kansas city does play there. We've already picked them. So next up in the noon hour is the Washington football team heading into Mercedes Benz taking on Matty ice and the Falcons. Washington football team is a one and a half point favorite.
1: Uh, I'm going to take the Falcons here. I, I think Washington might be the more talented team, but I think Atlanta at home, Matt Ryan against Taylor Heineke, Give me the uh, the Eagles. Give me the Falcons. Uh,
0: It looks like Caleb is going to pick the football team and I'm going to lean with him. And I just like, you lost Julio. And for some reason, Calvin Ridley's just not showing up this week. And a you've lot got quieter
1: than he should be.
0: Very quiet. I, I don't know what's going on there. Maybe there's a nagging injury. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're not scheming him to get open. They do have Mike Davis uh, in fantasy, who's, who's putting up near a hundred yards a game, uh, receiving and, and um, uh, rushing. You've got Cordell Patterson, who's just acting like a maniac down there, but it's not enough to get any wins so far. Um, so I'm going to take the football team as well. Next up in the noon hour, we've got the Houston Texans heading into, uh, Buffalo, New York, taking on Josh Allen and the bills bills are a 17 point favorite. I think Davis mills is leading this team again.
1: Uh, Caleb is on the bills. Uh, unsurprisingly, I'm also on the bills. I think that 17 and a half that's, oh, that's such a, that's a massive spread for the NFL, but I think there's a good chance they cover.
0: I'm also going to take Josh Allen and the boys from Buffalo, although I do not think that they cover. Put your money on the under. Tickets are 39 bucks for that game, by the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you see there was tickets for $1 to UConn Vandy? Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Those are the
0: two worst teams in Power 5 ever. Kansas would beat well, UConn by a lot. Yes, they would.
1: Which even is really if, saying something.
0: Even if Dane Orschlowski was playing. <laughs> well,
1: he would light him up.
0: Yeah, that's true. He was pretty good in college. Well, next up in the noon hour, we've got the Detroit Lions led by uh, Jared Goff heading into Soldier Field, taking on. We don't know who's QB one and the Chicago Bears. Chicago, not knowing who their who their quarterback is, for some god awful reason, is a three point favorite.
1: I've, the Lions have genuinely looked better than the Bears to this point in the season. Uh, and that's with the bears winning a game against the Bengals. I think the lines are going to win this. I think it's going to be disgusting, Uh, very low scoring, but I think the lines win.
0: Well, I'm going to agree with you because that's just awful. And so is Caleb. I, I don't know what Vegas is thinking here. There's going to be a lot of people winning money this weekend. Absolutely. Next up in the noon hour, we've got the Carolina Panthers led by Sam Darnold heading into AT&T Stadium, taking on Dak and the Cowgirls, uh, excuse me, Cowboys. Uh, they are a four. The Cowboys are a four and a half point favorite. Landon, who you got?
1: Um, I mean, the Cowboys have been playing pretty well this season so far. Uh, the Panthers, they are three 0 Also played well, but on a weaker schedule for sure. I'm going to take Dallas to win this one. Uh, I do think the Panthers keep it at least somewhat close though. Uh, I do like how they've been playing, but Dallas gets the win.
0: Um, I am also going to pick Dallas. I, I Panthers have had that weak schedule. Um, I don't know if they cover. I think it's going to be a close game. And who knows? Maybe Sam Darnold pulls it out. We'll have to see. Caleb Caleb thinks so. Caleb is taking his man, Sam Darnold, for some god-awful reason. He is on that man's bandwagon more than I have ever seen
1: him on anyone's bandwagon. In fairness, he has played well so far against nobody, but he has played well.
0: Well, that's like saying Teddy B has played well against the three teams that he's played against.
1: Thank you. I'm so glad you (laughs) finally admitted it. Yes,
0: I did. I I like Teddy. He just played against bad teams. That doesn't mean that he's not good. He's just played against bad teams. Uh, Next up in the noon hour, we've got the Indianapolis Colts led by. uh, Yeah, I don't even know who's their quarterback right now. I was going to say Jacoby Brissett, but that's not it's uh, yeah, I think it's Jacob Eason, Jacob Eason. Um, they're going to head into hard rack, hard rock stadium, taking on the Miami dolphins. Miami with Joby, Jacoby Brissett is a two point favorite. Look, if you're looking for a prop bet, put all of your money on Mike Gesecki.
1: He's going to go off. Uh, that's a, that's a good bet. I think I am going to take the dolphins here. Uh, with if this was with Carson Wentz against Jacoby Brissett, I would lean more toward the Eagle or the, the Eagles. Man, I cannot name teams <laughs> or people or anything today. Uh, I would I'd be willing to bet more on the Colts. I'm going to take the Dolphins. They took the Raiders to overtime in Vegas last week. I think they're going to ride that momentum. I think they're going to get a win.
0: I would agree with you. I think if Carson was in, it may be a little bit different. He may even play this week. We're not totally for sure yet. He's listed as questionable with both the ankles. He did play last week. I would assume that he probably
1: at least probably takes 50% of
0: the snaps this week. We'll just kind of have to see how those ankles play out. Cause he's not,
1: I'm he's not, not snapping the dolphins anyway.
0: Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take the dolphins as well, no matter what. Uh, I think Mike Gusecki is going to get off, but Our boy Caleb is riding with Carson Wentz and the Colts. I don't know what he's doing this week. He may be on to something. Next up in the noon hour, we've got the, ooh, this looks like it could be a decent game. We've got Baker Mayfield and the Browns heading into Minneapolis, Minnesota, taking on first cousins and the Vikings. Cleveland is a two-point favorite.
1: Kevin Stefanski, homecoming game. I am going to take the Browns here. Minnesota, they've shown an ability to score, and they did upset Seattle last week. A big win for them, but I think the Browns are genuinely one of the better teams in the league right now, one of the better teams in the AFC. I think they're going to beat uh, First Cousins.
0: Uh, I'm also going to take the Browns. The Browns just look so good right now. Their only loss was to the Chiefs, and it was single digits. And they should have won. And they should have won the game, to be completely fair, but they have just looked too good even with Jarvis out Odell's coming back when he's the only receiver he's damn good I'll give him that when he's the only receiver he's the only person going to get the ball and he doesn't have to beg for it nobody has to force it he's just gonna it's just gonna happen um, and it looks like Caleb is going to ride with us as well on the Browns. So that's three on the Browns for, for the TLCFP. next up in the noon hour, we've got the G-min, the New York giants led by Danny dimes heading into led Jacksonville. By, quote unquote. <laughs> led by, um, it, it says that they're going to be playing in new Orleans. Do you know if they're going to be playing in new Orleans?
1: Uh, I, I don't. I would, in I would bet, but, maybe not. um, so,
0: it's going to be a home game quote unquote for New Orleans. Um New Orleans is a 7 point favorite in this game.
1: And they're going to win by more cuz Giants are really bad and the Saints are at least not that bad. <laughs> Caleb that's is, enough, that's the logic you get from me. That's that is, <laughs> #analysis.
0: Analysis. Well, uh Caleb is also going to ride with the Saints for this week and so am I although I'm going to go ahead and put the put the money on the uh under. It's going to go under. I don't think New Orleans covers at all. Uh, Next up, it's the last game in the noon hour. We've got the Tennessee Titans heading into MetLife Stadium, taking on the New York Jets. Uh, Tennessee is a six-point favorite, and it is a revenge game for Corey Davis, quote-unquote revenge game.
1: (laughs) 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 Uh, The least hyped revenge game ever, maybe. I don't know. I Sam
0: Darnold's was as a QB. That's, that wasn't hyped at all.
1: That's true. I am going to take the Tennessee Titans. Unsurprisingly, the jets are really bad. Jets are zero and 17 candidates. I think that uh, Tennessee will do away with them hastily.
0: We've got a couple of zero and 17 candidates got the, got the Jags and we've got the jets.
1: At least uh, the Jags look like they're marginally improving each week. They, they do like a little like bit better. better
0: each week. Yes. They're actually the getting Jets, points on the board.
1: Right. Holding leads, at least for a, a period of time and not getting just thumped. Not uh, throwing Jets, 19
0: picks in a game.
1: Right. The Jets getting just thumped every week. I mean, it's pretty. Disgusting. the Jets have scored 20 total points this year and 14 of that was in game one. That doesn't look fun. No.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, Caleb is also picking the Titans and so am I. So book it for another three uh, for the Titans to come away with a win in the three Oh five central time hour. We've got the Arizona. We've got a matchup of matchups this week. We've got the Arizona Cardinals heading into SoFi stadium taking on the Rams. Rams are a four point favorite in this game.
1: (laughs) Big game here. This is going to be a fun one to watch. I hope there's a lot of points scored. The potential for that is there for sure. I'm taking the Rams to stay undefeated. Uh, It's going to be a really good game. Very fun. Uh, Two of the better quarterbacks in the league right now, for sure. Kyler Murray versus Matt Stafford. Big game to watch, uh, but I am going to take the Rams.
0: Surprisingly, Caleb is also taking the Rams in this game. I did not think that he would. I'm also going to ride with the Rams. I just think they're the best team in the NFC so far this season. And I don't think that's going to change for for quite a while, as long as Matt Stafford is in at quarterback. Um, So pick that for three of us. We've got another NFC West matchup coming in the 305 hour Uh, Russell Wilson and leading the Seahawks going into Levi stadium in Santa Clara, California, taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Jimmy G is their starting quarterback, but we've seen uh, we've seen Trey in every single game so far getting his first touchdown last week. Surprisingly, San Francisco is a three point
1: favorite. The the Seahawks couple of rough losses back to back against the Titans and the Vikings. Uh, the Niners had a a loss that was that was a rough one against the Packers. They were up late and then Aaron Rodgers did Aaron Rodgers things. I'm going to take the Seahawks here. I think it's going to be close. I think it's a good game, great rivalry, uh, but I do think Seattle they will sneak out and end the two game skid.
0: Lock it. And DK Metcalf are both listed as questionable. They'll both more than likely play. I do not believe that Tyler Lockett practiced this week. Um, So we'll have to see how that turns out. I think they still both end up playing, but I'm going to take the Niners to win this week at home. And so is Caleb. Going into the 325 hour, uh, we've got Lamar Jackson taking the Ravens into Mile High Stadium taking on Teddy B and that monstrous defense of the Broncos who are 3 and 0 it is an even money line right now
1: I'm going to take the Ravens I do think Denver's defense is good I think this game will remain close the Lions almost clipped Baltimore last week so I don't think this is going to be a runaway game for Baltimore but I think they get another win
0: uh, I believe that Caleb, yes, is also going to go ahead and pick the Ravens. I got to go against you guys this week. Uh, Teddy B is looking really, really good. Again, they haven't played very good teams, but but even they, he's getting Tim Patrick off, who's their sixth, like their fifth or sixth receiver. That guy's getting off every week. He's moving up, especially with KJ Hamler going out for for the end of the season, I believe, with an ACL tear. So give me the Broncos to win this week. Um, whatever the money line is, doesn't matter. Take the Broncos. Uh, last game in the three twenty-five hour, we have got Ben Roethlisberger leading the Steelers into Lambeau Field, taking on Aaron Rodgers and the Pack. Green Bay is a six and a half point favorite.
1: Caleb did not pick this game, um, because he's a dumb dumb. No, he's fine. He just forgot, missed it uh, because it's so obvious that the Packers are going to win.
0: Yeah, I'm going to pick the Packers, too. I don't think there needs to be much analysis on that one. Steelers are bad. Ben Roethlisberger's old and needs to just...
1: Will they score more than 11 points? No. I don't think so either. No. Uh then we lead into
0: our Sunday night game. It is the least hyped Sunday night game I think I've ever seen, as it should be, no matter if it's a homecoming for Gronk and Tom.
1: I was actually gonna argue the opposite. <laughs> I think this is one of the most hyped, uh un- unneedly hyped. Unmedi- but it hyped. should be.
0: It's an unneededly hyped game for no reason. We've got Tom Brady taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers into Gillette Stadium, taking on Mac Jones and the Patriots. Uh, Tampa Bay is a seven point favorite
1: Bucks by so many points. I think this is a blowout. I do not think it is competitive. I bill Belichick. I mean, if there's anyone, I guess that might be able to stop Brady, it'd be Belichick, but the Buccaneers are just so much better than the Patriots.
0: I don't expect bill to line up a defense or an offense or a team without Tom Brady that can really match up with too many people outside of the jets, the Jags, the bears, the lions, a couple of, couple of easy wins per year. Um, yeah, this is going to be a runaway game. Bucks are about to put up 90. Uh, and Caleb is also taking the bucks as well. So mark that up for three. And for our final game of the week on Monday, we've got Derek Carr leading the three and Oh, Raiders into SoFi Stadium. We've got two games in SoFi this week. They're going to have a busy, busy day in our weekend in L.A., two days in a row. Uh, So the Raiders taking on the Chargers at home. Chargers are a three-point favorite in this game.
1: Chargers by two scores. I think the Raiders get put back in their place a little bit. I think the Chargers uh, begin to show that they are truly a contender in the AFC.
0: Caleb's going to disagree with the both of us. He is taking the Raiders, while I take the Chargers. I think the Raiders, even though I have seen improvement by them each and every single week, I think the Chargers are just a better overall team, especially with uh, with Derwin James leading that defense. The only person that he can't stop is Patrick Mahomes.
1: Hard agree. Hard agree. That's going to do it for game picks. Hopefully we don't look like idiots this week, uh, which is, I mean, we always do a little <laughs> bit, but hopefully less so than normal. Anyway, uh, that's it for the show this week. Uh, thanks for listening everybody. Again, I'm Landon Fields. You can find me on Twitter at Fields underscore Lando.
0: I'm Tyler Savaitinaya and you can find me at underscore Suavage underscore.
1: For Caleb Dirlin, you can find him on Twitter at C 53. Follow the show at TLCFP. On Twitter, anything else before we get out of here, Tyler? Go Chiefs, man! Let's get a That's win. All this boys. Go Chiefs, Chiefs.